0: hello everyone welcome back to daily with daphne and my oh my has it been a roller coaster of two weeks um i know a lot of you are like oh this is the big episode it's not i'm sorry um that's still coming it's still coming along slowly but surely promise but the past two weeks, quite frankly, were very entertaining. To start off, I left my sunroof open in a flash flood warning, and then I spontaneously had to go to Lowe's, buy a $40 shop back, and roam around for 40 minutes until I found this damp-ridge shit next to a blow-up inflatable soccer goal and soccer ball. So yes, I spent over three hours vacuuming my car of water in lots of water. But the takeaway from that was I was very proactive. I didn't just let the water sit there. Trust me, I contemplated on ignoring the entire problem until it just evaporated away, which it would not have happened. And I have not opened my sunroof since. So, yes, that was fun. That was a fun beginning to the past two weeks. And ever since then, yes, it has been a roller coaster ride that hopefully you guys are going to be very interested in, and then to be entertained by my bluntness or my idiocy, idiotic, stupidity. There we go. Stupidity. So after I uh, left my sunroof open, I went up to the cabin to visit some fam, which was pretty cool. And I came home and unfortunately, my best friend, uh, her grandfather passed away. So had to be there for her for the week, which obviously we're all happy to do. We always want to be there for our friends because they're like second family to us. And this is where it gets kind of like really hard and everything. Um, So at the end of the week, you have your calling hours in the memorial service. And so after work, obviously, got some flowers, went to go to the calling hours. And I recognize the name of the venue, but I was like, oh, that's like a nice name, (laughs) Random thought, like nice name for a funeral home. Quite strange. And so I'm driving down the road, and I'm like, this can't be the road. I don't remember it being this ro- this road and everything. Like I don't remember this Wegmans being on this road. Like this can't be the road. This isn't the road. So I'm like driving there, and then I'm like slowly pulling up, and I'm like, but it looks so familiar. Is it this road? Like can it? It's not the road. When when since when is it on this road? So I turn right. And yeah, it was the road that was the funeral home that we had, the calling hours for my dad who passed away. And that was quite a gut-wrenching feeling, I'm not gonna lie. I pulled in and for some reason, I just didn't understand why I felt weird about it, but I haven't been back there since. And yeah, a, a bit of a surreal feeling, I'm not gonna lie. So, I'm in the parking lot, and quite frankly, I really don't know what to do. I'm panicking a little bit because I'm panicking on whether or not, if I should be panicking, am I being dramatic, like, worrying about this or feeling weird? Like, I'm telling myself, oh my gosh, get over it. Like, you're just being dramatic. You're looking for drama and stuff. But I'm like, no, this really is weird. And so, I have these flowers on my seat i got starbucks because i was very tired and now i'm just sitting there and i just quite frankly don't know what to do and like a part of me is like i can't go inside and then another part of me is like you obviously have to go inside it's like it's a big deal but it's not that big of a deal for you not to be able to be there for your friend so i texted my friend uh pam pam came in clutch well no i didn't i think i texted her and then facetimed her two seconds afterwards so we facetimed pam and uh, she was there for the 40 minutes I drank my coffee, which was really kind of her, because uh, I drank my coffee so then I would have to pee, so then I would have to go inside. A nice little shove to cross that, um, whatever the groom carries the bride over, that threshold um, to walk over that thing. Yes, um, but in my case, it was at a funeral home. It's quite weird. That didn't work out. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm on the FaceTime and she made a really good point, which I think is why that moment was so weird to face is that she was like, even though your dad wasn't alive, that's the last place on earth that you two were physically ever in the same room. So when you think about it that way, you're like, oh my God, like, like this is where like I said goodbye in a sense and to walk into the exact same place where it was the worst moment of your entire life, it it wasn't easy, but at the same time, it, quite frankly, it was a, little, a bit, it was easy, because, like, I just knew I had to go in, Um, so I texted my mom, too, freaking out <laughs> and stuff, so our relationship is strengthened, because I reached out to my mom for help, yes, um, and I texted her just that it was just weird to be in the same room, like, where... My best friend's grandfather's pictures were were where my dad's pictures were, and it it was just flashback city, and, um, later on in that week, we had an appointment with the therapist. I forgot the nickname I gave her, I'll be quite honest. Ah, crap. Shoot, that's kind of sad. I wish I, like, remembered. Let's call her Harriet now. Harriet the Spy. Um, so... (laughs) So we had a meeting with her and I just kind of st- st- it was very awkward in the beginning because I just didn't know how to bring this situation up. I've talked about my dad on our first like uh, therapist to client meeting basis, and I really don't believe we've talked about him a lot since. And I said that like, yeah, it was in the exact same room, but I sat there in the car just questioning every single thing I felt in that moment. Like I did not trust myself or just didn't trust the feelings that I was feeling. Like I was telling myself, you're being dramatic. And she asked me a good question back that I bet a lot of you can relate to. She asked, why do you think you question yourself so much? Why do you think you question your feelings? And I was like, oh shoot, (laughs) I don't know. And then she asked, like, what did what was your reaction afterwards, after you left? And after I left, I had a kickball game. So, quite frankly, that was very therapeutic. I needed to unleash my anger. I got out every single time I went up to the plate, which pissed me off. But the entire drive to the kickball game, I cried a lot which was good. And I didn't feel bad about crying. I used to feel so ugly for crying, but I've seen my family and I've seen my friends cry so much in the past year. And honestly, like to me, I think that's one of the most beautiful things that you can ever do, like to show your emotions like that. And also whether they're sad or happy to be like so happy. I think it's profound to just create tears and like cry for someone. So I told her that I cried and I felt good about it. And I'm happy that I cried. But honestly, like I don't cry. It really doesn't happen. So she gave me some homework to think about this. So for the past two weeks, she told me that you have a lot to think about and to ask yourself, why do you question your feelings so much? And really, honestly, (laughs) if anyone has some prompts, that'd be like one of those journals, like those prompt journals. That'd be freaking great because I don't even know where to start trying to analyze this. I shared that because I bet some of you or all of you have been in a time of your life where you have done that or you have done that your entire life and it's just kind of interesting um, and I've asked myself and I'll keep you posted on what I figure out but yeah it was just it was a very surreal like 48 hours I'm not gonna lie uh, just facing that moment just facing that like history that I've had then also just being that support system that you like need to be um, and that you want to be for your loved ones. So now the entertaining stuff. So to make now to make you guys laugh a little bit. Remember Mr. Smile, Mr. Universe, the one that I told him, hey, I like you. Let's go smash a fucking pinata. Yeah. Well, I didn't say that we were going to smash a pinata. So he still doesn't know that he's going to smash a pinata. Well, yeah, um, I'm like, an I love and hate myself so much every single day. So, of course, you know, like after I ask you out on a date and get rejected, we're just going to be like best friends. And since we're like best friends, we're going to keep each other posted on everything that we do. Yeah. So, he reached out and said that he was going to reach out to a few Fortune 500 companies for his project that he's doing, like his official business. And I was like, hell yeah, that's amazing. Like, great. Good for you. Like, that's awesome. Like, I encourage you to do that. And honestly, I have a point of contact. So, how about I, like, ask to, if she can give you, if I can give you her email. And, um, it was a relative. And it was like, that'd be great. Me, the idiot. I get rejected by this man. Like, full blown. Like, a little. And it was, like, not a smooth rejection. It was ugly. Because you show interest. And then you're like, mm, wait, pause. I thought about this for an extra 45 minutes. And I am gonna say no. <laughs> so, bleh. So, yeah, now I'm offering help. So, fast forward a little bit. Oh, now they have a freaking FaceTime meeting or a Skype meeting, which is going to go great. And now, honestly, I set this kid up for so much success. Because now the relative is going to be taking his class, which is an amazing class. It's an amazing program. But quite frankly, I truly hate myself because I had a crush on this kid, asked him out got rejected and then now I'm off I set I'm gonna set his career on freaking fire like I'm launching it into space for him and then through that like little like assistance that I provided I get asked from this kid to pay him for that program like to take the program from him so basically here Daphne would you like to give me your money <sighs> oh. And I'm like, shit, I feel like a lemon being squeezed for lemonade, like getting squeezed dry of everything. Like, what else can I give you? Oh, yeah, my money, too. That's all that's left. It wasn't really like that. It makes it sound a lot worse than it really was. But that's the way it felt in the moment. I'm not going to lie. So, but we just had a therapy appointment with Harriet. And she said that um, like, I need to trust my feelings. And we even talked about the moment that I asked him out and then the point of rejection is when I turned it into a joke. And she said, well, if I I was asked out by you and then you kind of made it so lighthearted, I wouldn't think twice about going out with you again because it seems like you've done it all the time. And honestly, she made a very good point. Like, I didn't take it very seriously, so why would he? So now I'm just like, well, shit. I need to be quite blunt and to which I was wait, I forgot to pull up the messages prior to recording. so hang on for a quick second dun, 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 there he goes. All right, so to which I responded his little uh sales pitch, yeah, that's definitely a sales pitch up there. Uh, I uh, so this is what I said, which was pretty good. I am so sorry. I think your program is amazing. If I didn't have a crush on you, I would 110% do this. I'm happy to be friends, of course. The relationship I prefer, though, is to make out with you in a hammock with our books and not for you to be my coach. I hope you understand and thank you for thinking of me. I think I did pretty freaking good. But honestly, that's a gosh darn comedy special. And then I uh, was drinking beers with an old friend and I got um, a bit carried away. So I made an ass of myself after making an even more of ass of myself. So all of that comes together of when I uh, was talking to my aunt about it, because we're just like laughing about how this turned out and how really the program is very impressive and it could potentially work and that's fantastic. But then I was like sharing with her. I'm like, man, like I love and hate myself so much for doing this because I truly cannot help help myself from helping someone if I have a point of contact that could help someone of course I'm gonna give it like there's no thought about it like that's just mean of someone not to do and at the same time I'm like damn I got rejected I really hate myself for (laughs) helping you and I just like look at it in some ways in this like past relationships and I will share this with Harriet in our next meeting is that like I'm like a gosh darn like throughway pit stop like where everyone stops to pee or go for McDonald's or some crap or that really ugly I heart New York t-shirt I literally people just like pull up walk in get everything that they need from me maybe fill up a little bit and then they just drive on at 65 miles per hour at least and just keep chugging along And yeah, that's the way I feel sometimes is that I'm literally a pit stop on a throughway and that everyone keeps keeps going right after they get what they need from me. Has anyone felt like that before? That about wraps it up, everyone. Uh, Thank you for listening to this very lighthearted episode. (laughs) Jokes. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry uh, at all. Uh, but yes, tune in next week with daily with Daphne, like comment, subscribe, um, reach out, share your story and just your thoughts and everything. I'd be happy to listen and can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye.